Good morning, everybody. Hope we're all having a fantastic start to our Wednesday. We are halfway through the week, and today we have a little bit more notes for you to take. But first, I want to make one quick announcement. If you're looking at Google Classroom for your grades, I want to direct you to go to Genesis. Now, you'll see that sometimes I'll put in a grade on Google Classroom, and I'll return that assignment to you. That's so that you can have the assignment and the material in the future for a future quiz or a test that you can study from. I want you to have the material. I want you to have the information. And sometimes I'll put the grade in there so it's a little easier on me. But I put all of the grades on Genesis. Genesis will be the final way to check your grades if you're looking for uh, up-to-date view of how you're doing in my class, check Genesis. I update it fairly frequently, so there shouldn't be any problems from that. Now, we are on the overview of the Crusades, and this is a huge part, not just in the Middle Ages, but it's a huge part of world history. And you'll notice that it's something that we are still feeling the effects of even today. And it's going to be affecting the future as well. Now, the term crusade, it stems from Pope Urban II. He made a speech in 1095 in telling everyone, we need to go claim back the city of Jerusalem. They saw it as a holy spot for them. I'll explain that in a couple minutes. But the Christians in Europe saw Jerusalem as a holy spot. So the crusade was their holy war to reclaim what was theirs. And we'll see sometimes the term crusade used in modern times as a way to gain what's yours. You are on a path of glory and you're achieving your main goal. Like it's your personal crusade. You won't stop until it's done. But the term crusade, it's not just Mr. Walma's definition, but is the definition most historians and textbooks will agree on. It is a holy war. It is a war fought over religion, not just a specific place, not just goods and um, commodities. It is a holy war. So before we start going over the Crusades, I want us to keep one question in mind throughout the entirety of this presentation and while we're going over each crusade in general, is should wars be fought over religious purposes now that i know it's a loaded question it really is it's a question that still has not been answered today and i doubt will be answered in a hundred years from now but it's a question that we need to be thinking about because we're going to be dealing with not just one army here one army there we're fighting over a city you're fighting ideologies you're fighting beliefs and that is a very very tough thing to do. I'm going to give us a little brain exercise later on at the end of this. But right now, I want us to open up the Google Slides presentation, and I want us to have open the Google Docs. I'll give everybody a second for that. And remember, you can pause this podcast at any point. You can rewind just in case you might have missed some information. Have any questions, please email me. But right now, I am starting at the very beginning of the Google Slides presentation. And the overview of the Crusades. The Crusades were a series of wars fought between Arab Muslims and European Christians over the holy city of Jerusalem. 
Now, Jerusalem is almost... I'd be very surprised if people do not know or haven't heard of the word Jerusalem before. It's used in religion, used in pop culture many, many times. But very quickly, why was Jerusalem important to both the Christians and the Muslims? The Muslims saw Jerusalem as an important place because of two things, and it stems from one event. Their prophet Muhammad, Muhammad went on this night journey at some point in his life. He was taken up by the angel Gabriel and he flew over the Middle East and he landed in Jerusalem and he landed on a specific spot in Jerusalem. And on that spot in Jerusalem is where they have a temple now where they had a temple where they would commemorate the spot that Muhammad landed. And from then on until the end of uh, Muhammad's reign, they would pray towards Jerusalem. If you don't know this about Muslim culture, you would face a specific spot, either most likely it's to the east, because that's where it would be for us. You would face the east, and you'd be facing Mecca. At this point in time, though, they were facing Jerusalem. And you would face that so that you can have a direct relationship with God, the holy city. So the Muslims saw Jerusalem important to them because of their interaction with Muhammad. The Christians saw Jerusalem as an important spot because way back when, it's detailed in the Bible, and it is part of history, It's who knows how factual it is, but it is certainly a part of it. There was a guy named King David, and he ruled over Jerusalem for 40-something years, and then he had his son, King Solomon, and it was a early biblical empire. So the Christians have an affinity, they like Jerusalem because of this reason. So you can see why both of them are laying claim to the city. Now some of you might be thinking, why not just split the city in half and then have everyone focused on their own side? That'd be great. That would solve a lot of the world's problems. But people are inherently greedy. What I mean by that is that people always want to take what they can and then they still want more. So they're not satisfied with just half of Jerusalem. They want all of Jerusalem. And there were nine crusades lasting almost 200 years fighting over this single city. And quick fact about Jerusalem. I think I have it up. Yep, here we go. During its long history, Jerusalem Jerusalem has been destroyed at least twice. It was under siege 23 times. And it was captured and recaptured 44 times and attacked a total of 52 times. The city of Jerusalem is most likely the most attacked and sought after city in the entire human history. So it is an important spot. And the majority of the fighting occurred mostly in the Middle East. Present day Israel, Lebanon, Syria, parts of Turkey, and slightly more east towards Iran and Iraq, but not as much. Now let's look at the map on the next slide. This map is showing you the routes that the Christians and the Arab Muslims would take to fight over Jerusalem. If you're wondering where Jerusalem is, look for where it says kingdoms established by the Crusaders, that red. You'll find all of the lines, all the colored lines, if you go from the left to the right, they all go to Jerusalem. Because, again, that was the main goal 
of the Crusades was to capture Jerusalem. Now, who were the Crusaders? A lot of times we think of the Crusaders as knights and nobles. And that was it. There couldn't be anyone else because this was a holy war. And the holy war needed the best people involved. It's not the case, though. So you did have knights and nobles, and some of you might be thinking, oh, weren't these people known as the Templars? The Templar order does come to exist during the time of the Crusades, but we can talk about that another time. There were also peasants and serfs. They were trying to escape their current life in search of something better. There were clergy, as we already knew, as church officials or employees. There were mostly men, but there were some women who fought in the Crusades. And even two of the Crusades were led by children. Children no older than you. What it doesn't say here, though, is that the Crusaders were also criminals and other people from jail. The, this happened later in the Crusades, but the Christian world needed people to go to Jerusalem and fight. They couldn't convince everyone through religion. A lot of people were convinced their religion, do not get me wrong, but not everyone was convinced of reaching salvation. A lot of people are still opportunistic, meaning they'll do whatever they can to gain what they can right now. They're not really looking towards the future. So you had a lot of criminals, murderers, thieves going along with the knights and nobles to the crusades. And I'm going to talk about those people later on when we talk about one specific crusade in general. Okay, next slide. Why did these people fight? I mentioned this a little bit earlier. They thought that they could get into heaven. They can become wealthy. They could find adventure. And they can get new land or get freedom. And you'll see each one of these reasons most likely refers to a specific person in general. To get into heaven. Maybe the serfs or the peasants thought that my life right now on my feudal estate isn't that great. What if I fight in this crusade? Maybe I'll get into heaven that way. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Or I can become wealthy. I barely scrape by a living right now. Maybe I can get some goods and gold to become wealthy. That's also the same reason why these murderers and thieves went there. I can escape imprisonment. I can get wealthy. And then I can live out the rest of my days in the beautiful Middle East. If, you, if none of you didn't know, the Middle East is beautiful. There's wonderful trees and almost all of the fruits that we come to know and love originate in the Middle East as well. They thought they could find adventure. It's the same reason why a lot of people get into the army and the military nowadays. They seek adventure. They seek going to a new area to get new land and to get freedom. And then the results of the Crusades. So the European Christians conquered Jerusalem in the First Crusade in 1099. But then they lost the next eight. So Pope Urban II, we'll go over all the specifics later on, but this is just an overview. Pope Urban II gives a speech in 1095, and four years later, the Christians conquered Jerusalem. What a great success story. If only it ended there. Eight more times they had to defend or try and recapture the city of Jerusalem. And eight more times they failed. And after 
time and time again of failing to do one thing and something that you might not even care that much about, you might be questioning what your leaders are telling you. You might be questioning, well, is the Pope even correct in us going to Jerusalem? Is it that important that we go there? I don't think so. This also weakened the feudalistic society in Europe. With more and more nobles leaving, some nobles would take their spot, right? There's always somebody who's trying to climb the ladder and become better. That's great if you're looking to gain the noble spot. But who's trying to gain the spot of the peasant and the serf? Remember, a lot of these peasants and serfs that were on the estates owned by their nobles and lords went on these crusades in search of a better life. Some of these peasants and serfs had no training with a sword, shield, or bow and arrow. So it was no uh, question that most of them probably killed, were killed in the crusades. And this left a gap in society. Who is going to work the farm? Who's going to um, be the butcher? Who's going to be the blacksmith? Who's going to be the wall maker? Right? There's so many occupations that are now left open because of this gap that feudalism will start to weaken. And there's an event later on that will kind of get rid of feudalism altogether, but then also enact massive reforms, meaning massive changes on the way that people worked and that people lived. Now, my main question for you, I'm going to have you answer this right now in Google Classroom. I'm going to have a question for you is, do you think wars should be fought over religion? I know it's a loaded question, but it's something that we will have to think about. And you're going to have to think about as you grow up too. And when you get older, because the same reason why the crusades were fought then are sometimes the same reason why we have there's issues right now in the Middle East with European countries and even our own country. So, do you think wars should be fought over religion? That leads into an even grander question. Do you think wars should be fought at all? Or do you see there being a necessity for war? Make sure you hit turn in on the Google Doc and make sure you, hit, um, you answer the question that you hit turn in. Talk to everyone later.